0: yet another episode of this podcast that you're currently listening to that is called let's talk about i am your host for this afternoon um which is the time we're recording not necessarily the time you're listening
1: my name no no you're only <laughs> allowed to watch it in the afternoon yeah listen sorry. to it no you have to watch the screen as it goes fast well. yeah
0: if you've put this on you have to pause and wait Um uh, my name's seb uh joining me Normally, you know, when someone does something like this, they, they bring on, like, either an expert on the matter or, like, the biggest fan to really sell sell the item. I've decided to do the opposite today and invite my friend Elliot.
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um,
0: I think it's no secret to either me or the listeners that you, you weren't that keen uh, to revisit this film. Am I right in saying that?
1: Um, that that is correct. Um, but you know, I think we've had such a wonderful flurry, if that's a word I can use, of of films recently that we had to have something like this. Yeah. But I don't know. We've had it before. Films where I before didn't like, such as *Pocahontas*, I've revisited, mm-hmm. and I've seen it in a brand new light. And maybe it's the same for this garbage. We'll soon find out.
0: Oh, 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 Yeah. So. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Yeah, we we have been blessed, I think, with some really good hits recently, and um, it's time to finally uh, talk about Turning Red, um, a movie that came out in 2022, and the animators thought it was for theatrical release, and then Disney decided, nope, it's going on Disney+, and that is a decision that has not come back to bite Disney in any way, shape, or form judging by the lack of box office figures since 2019. Um, Now, this is a film I haven't seen before. You've seen it at least once. um, And Mm -hmm. this was one I wasn't really interested in. I wasn't really aware of it at the time. And I couldn't really be asked to put it on either. So (laughs) all heading in the right direction. But I put it on this morning and I'm ready to share my thoughts. Um, I'm keeping my cards close to my chest. um, But apparently you you have some notes for us, Mr. Elliot.
1: Oh, you just want me to go through them? Well, I feel like... Le- let's let's talk about what this film is. Um, and I feel like I could try and explain it, or I could just read someone else's explanation. Um, okay. And I'm going to do the latter. Uh, so oh. this is on IMDb, for plot summary. A 13-year-old girl named May Lee is torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the changes of adolescence. And as if the challenges were not enough, whenever she gets overly excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. So this is your traditional love story. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Um, that's a pretty good summary of the plot. Um, I I remember hearing reviews about this, and my, my impression going in was this was going to be an allegory for... Yeah, puberty, um, red, you know, very clear metaphor for what it's talking about. Um, And that's what I was expecting. And I guess that was part of it, but it actually was a bit different. And I think that summary is a little bit different to kind of, um, I guess how it was kind of given in other ways. But um, yeah, that's pretty much the story.
1: Yeah. Um, So just in case you guys haven't seen it, We'll we'll talk about our non-spoilery reviews of what we we actually think about this film. Yeah. So you can't keep all your cards to your chest. I'm afraid you're gonna have to slip <laughs> out a few of them. Um, I the first two thirds of this movie. Well, I I can go to my notes for this. Oh, okay. At, at the at the one third point of the movie, I just wrote three words, which is I just can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay. I I was severely struggling. Um and then it got to the two thirds part of the movie and I was just like I am not the target audience. Those mm. were the points for me. But then it got to the ending of the movie and I wrote the last one third is good. Oh, okay. Um I I don't know if it. This is a movie. Well, actually, be interested to get your take. So, the first two thirds, fair enough. I watched by myself, Um, so it was just me having to deal with this thirteen-year-old going through her thirteen-year-old stuff. And I think the film handles a lot of things very well. Where I think it's good for the what I'm hoping is the target audience, Mm. which is ones about that age, or perhaps a little bit older ones who can kind of remember what it was like. Yeah, but I feel like because I'm neither thirteen year old, thirteen years old, nor a girl, <laughs> not much of this was relatable. Okay. Um, but um, I found the last third quite entertaining in various ways. But by that point, I did have more people join me.
0: Oh, interesting! They arrived
1: at the house, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm watching this movie." You're not allowed to talk or have any kind of fun. <laughs> um and I updated them with what was going on. And then we watched it and it was a good laugh for a few different bits. Mm. So I I don't I'm gonna presume that's because of a movie and not just because having an extra people there made it better. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. What well, um What about you? Yeah, so I watched
0: this with my wife. So it was quite interesting getting her perspective on it because um, there was a scene where the girls... I can't remember exactly what they were talking about now, but it was some kind of, you know, teenage girl logic for things. And it was really funny to watch. But then my wife said, yeah, that's pretty much how how our brains worked. Uh, That's the kind of thing you would say to kind of make it make sense. I was like, oh, that's quite interesting then. So I wonder, you know, is this aimed for kids that age or is it actually aimed for people a bit older? It's a bit like the Barbie movie. Um, that one's mm. is really well aimed for people who grew up with Barbie, not necessarily kids currently. Um, so it was quite interesting getting that perspective. That said, I quite enjoyed this film um, overall. And there were parts where I said, what is this film? <laughs> uh, but... Overall, yeah, I quite liked it. I I think, um, like with the previous movies we've talked about, the voice acting is, like, spot on uh, Mm. for this one. You can recognise a few voices. Uh, I recognise Michelle Yeoh as um, uh, the grandmother, I think. No, the mother. Um, One of them. And um, Mr. (laughs) Gao, he was pretty sure he was in uh, Kung Fu Panda as well. But, yeah, they were really good. The kid's voice was really good. I thought the girl's voice was was going to get grating, but actually it was fine. Um, and the animation was really weird for this one. It, it was it was like a few other kind of movies recently where it's not quite um, stop motion, but it's kind of a little bit like that. I don't know if there's a few scenes where the uh, movements and talking where it's a little bit kind of stop motion-y, but um, I really quite like the whole, the whole way they've done that. But um, I think... Yeah, I kind of expected the film to go one way and it kind of didn't, so I quite like that, I think.
1: Yeah, design a bit different. Hmm. That's good, that's good. Um, I know there was a lot of when I remember it was released, there was this big thing about um sort of different things that happens to a lady when she gets to a certain age and how certain topics were brought up and um certain products. Were introduced to help with with said thing, mm. and people were like, "This is a kids' movie; they shouldn't be introducing things like that." Now, that I do disagree with. I think it was done quite tamely. Yeah, I think it was quite normal, and it is a normal part of life. So, I actually think you know, especially if you are watching it like with younger kids, at least it gives them a little bit of thing of you know, oh, it's normal, and this is how you deal with it. And
0: yeah, oh, I'm gonna turn into a big life. giant red panda. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: exactly how it happens. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um. But no, I... I We'll go into final thoughts later on, but I would say if you haven't watched this movie, I don't think there's... There's there's many films I would definitely say don't watch. I feel (laughs) like... um, And... This is the same. I'd say, you know, you can give us a watch. If you haven't seen it, it's only like an hour 40. See how you deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, let us know. Um... That'd be intriguing to find out, Ooh. but yeah, because I think they even think about like things like Chicken Little, and I think well, it, that's, that's that's terrible, but it's an experience I'll never forget.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing I I'd say nice. to say about this though. I think there there were certain things that happened where I was like, oh, that's quite interesting, or that's quite funny. Or what am I watching? You know, those kind of three reactions to each thing. It was quite like anime, uh, a lot of it as well. Like the, the girls like their eyes and they're all doing like the poses and stuff like that. And I guess that's to kind of, you know, get, get in with the kids. But um, there was a there was a bit of like kind of humour references to things that I did quite appreciate. And we'll talk about it later. But there, there was a scene towards the end that I thought was actually quite good. So yeah. Um, I think, like we say of any film, though, if you're not enjoying it, you know, don't sit through the whole thing. That said... No, no, you um, have to. No, you have to, yeah, sorry. And uh, <laughs> yeah. write to us and tell us how much uh, you hate the fact we made you do it. But I do find it quite interesting that we've watched this film just recently after Elemental, which uh, mm. I think both hit on some similar themes, uh, which I thought would make a really good comparison. I don't know if you kind of looked at that as well.
1: Yeah, fire is red. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and she was turning into fire. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. I got you. Yeah, crazy. One parent crazy. The other one barely talks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a non-spoilery. Unless you wanted to go into into details now, or do you want to save it for spoilers? I think,
0: save it later, I think, yeah.
1: Okay. We're going to get, this is now spoiler territory. Okay. Mm. Right. All of my notes, practically, are centred around one person. And that is the only... No. There's two good characters in this movie. Okay. One of them barely talks. And the other one is just... It's, it's a gem every time she speaks. Okay. And that that was Abby. Um, who is like the shorter one. Yes. just like shouts everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, the... Near the beginning of the movie... They do what teenage girls do, and they see this uh, 17-year-old, untidy, unkempt teenager, and they're looking at him with stars in their eyes, like yeah. lo- the local shopping mall, and uh, May? Is that the main character? May-Lin, yeah, May then yeah, May May. May May May, she goes... She goes, he looks like a hobo. And it's just like Abby's first words are a hot hobo. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that was my that was my first note. I okay. Um <laughs> then then it was Abby's the best. <laughs> okay. Because everything Abby was saying I don't know if it's like how you know, a turd can be beautiful if it's surrounded by diarrhoea. I don't know if it's kind of like that. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it's kind of like this, where maybe she's not a great character, but with what she was surrounded with, everything. Like,
0: I don't think I've I... ever heard that before.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. It's like, one of my other ones was Abby hit me because they... Uh, so, okay. Yes, the big that was good. Movie, yeah. Uh, the big thing about this movie is um, she. It, it's been sort of like. It's very Mulani. <laughs> uh, through the generations, every girl in this family, when they get to a certain age, they start turning into a panda whenever they get strong emotions of any type. It could be sadness, it could be anger, it could be funny, it <laughs> could be whatever. Um, and she needs to kind of like get rid of this thing. So there's a way that she can get rid of it just during this particular night. Um, so anyway, she's trying to hide this thing until then. But then she realises, oh, when I'm surrounded by my friends, those I love the most, I'm, I'm able to control it. I can sort of like summon and de-summon, if that's the word, the panda at will. <laughs> um, And so she said to Abby, you know, oh, hit me while she's tapping her arm. Yeah. <laughs> she just punches her straight in the face. Proper <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I did like that, but yeah.
1: And that was amazing. Um. Yeah, the, the the dad is a lad. Uh, yeah, he's the other. He's the other great character. Again, he doesn't say much. You can see him trying to support his daughter, and every time he goes to open his mouth, <laughs> his mum just keeps talking. Yeah, um, good lad. And yeah, then the rest of mine is to do with like the the last third of a movie. But have yeah. you got any part of a movie you wanna talk about?
0: Um, uh, I mean yeah, I guess loads of stuff. This is quite fresh. I quite like the friends. I think they were quite a nice mm-hmm. group where I don't know, you could have done some very one dimensional cliche things with them. Uh and yet they felt quite real, you know, like a real friendship group kind of thing. And I do like how like, they stuck up for her when like the other kids were kind of being idiots, you know, and stuff like that. Uh that was all really nice. Um I thought the whole thing where she says about at the start, you know, Maylin's saying about you know, you can't be your own person because you're basically living out your mum's life, kind of thing. She's saying, "No, no, I do get to be my own person." and It's like, but I still have to do all these other kind of things, and and I like that the mum isn't really like a villain. She's not, you know, a one-dimensional person. Like, no, you can't do anything, da da da. Because you see, they do like each other. They they have all those things, and she, the uh, may may actually likes doing all those things of her family. She feels that bit of pressure, but that the, the mum has no reason to think like may wouldn't do certain things because you know and i quite like that i thought that was quite a nice thing rather than just you know the parents don't understand me at all even though her mum is so embarrassing driving to that uh, oh, store with <laughs> those
1: drawings
0: and then and then when she goes to the school like oh you forgot your parents. and it's like
1: yeah, let, yeah let's talk about this just in case people are here who haven't seen the movie they decided they're, they're, they're bad boys and mm. uh they're gonna stay here. So this is about the time I wrote. the I just can't. Um, <laughs> which was, uh, the she done what all teenage girls did. Was like, oh, ugly hobo, and then just started drawing him because she likes drawing. And then she was like, oh, actually, he does. He has got nice shoulders, and then mm. oh, and he, he starts drawing like a six pack and things like that. And then literally just goes full on insane and just, yeah draws him as a mermaid and yeah. and, and uh, other sort of like weird fantasy things hmm. and then like the mum sees it and again it goes to show you the trust that she has to a degree because she's just like is this you trying to tell me that he's done all these things to you yeah and then it's just like no 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 and at no point does she even consider it's just this, a little yeah. schoolgirl crush and oh my days and she thrives so drives her all the way to a supermarket where all her friends are and to start and then just leaves all the drawings there. I know. Oh
0: <laughs> I do like and when then, oh. when she's at school though and it's like, oh your mum's outside and she's like spying from behind a tree and then the security guard's there and it's like oh no, this is so bad and then yeah she's like May you know, tell them, tell them you've got your pads and it's like, oh no. And it's just like as if it couldn't get any worse. And I think all that, yeah, it's very cringe and painful, but I think it's quite funny because it shows, you know, the mother is a bit crazy, but she is just doing it out of love, which I do like. And that's what I really like about this film is that you see why because of, you know, her relationship with her mother. And and you kind of get like glimpses to it and little things here and there where she says about how can she like not be you know, respecting her mother, and then, like, her mum calls, and she, like, tries to hide immediately. And it's like, oh, okay, that's yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and the the dad is very quiet, but I, he, he gets a nice little bit later on in the movie, where he kind of has a nice little chat with his daughter. Um, but yeah, a lot of these characters are very bizarre.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny seeing, like, the different sides of the cultures. Mm. Um And seeing how we interact with each other as well. But, no. I feel like you can summarise this whole movie with just, like, one sentence she says near the end, which is that, I like boys. I like loud music. I like gyrating. I'm 13. Deal with it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, other than one of those sentences, I I agree. (laughs) Two of those sentences. Two of those sentences. I'm I'm not 13 anymore. Um... But that is literally this whole movie, isn't it? Because then they're all. But again, but the, the big other plot point is that the whole school actually really likes her as a panda. Mm. So at home, she's pretending like she's proper like um zen all the time, and it's just like not releasing the panda because she's got to keep it in. But in at school, yeah. she's just like you know puffing that panda out all the time. Yeah, is that a phrase? <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone um, says that uh nowadays
0: i did like when um when they're at home and she's trying to convince some mum and dad that she's got it under control and they have like the little trigger tests and it's got like the pictures like deforestation and um all those other things and like they get out the box
1: of kittens
0: it's <laughs> like so, nice
1: now like where did that box come from i don't How know because <laughs> then they said later it's like we oh, have uh passed a box of kittens test and we're like whoa, whoa it's like yeah. So they've all done that box where's kittens coming from <laughs> um but yeah but I get now i can relate to this they're all trying to make money because they really want to go see their favorite boy band
0: yeah i, c- I thought um, you could
1: <laughs> yeah what was it four
0: four star four
1: no star. four
0: towns or something like that
1: four town ta- yeah that's it four town um now i will just say their live concert, so they, they, they eventually get to the concert, and that that's a, that's a party right there, isn't it? Yeah. I also like that she got in legally. Yeah, um, that was a nice little, it, uh,
0: just breaking the l- rules of the plot there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. But, you know, never mind, such is life. But, yeah, I've, I mean, it's a catchy song. Uh, it but, was very, what it is, isn't it? Early noughties boy band. Yeah.
0: They oh they encapsulate it perfectly. Oh and then they got it in the credits as well at the end and I was like, these are actually pretty good for <laughs> what they are.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. a good song. It's a good song. Um I think yeah, for me, that last third of the movie, so this is kind of like um I would say it's from when the dad has a chat with her. Yeah. So by this point, Mei uh, uh, Mei's kind of like uh, turned her back on her friends you know she's got caught and she's kind of like blaming them so she doesn't yeah be looked down by her mother that was quite a painful the, scene yeah that was yeah um, and the friends are upset because she's basically just abandoned them even though they've done everything together mm. um, and she's there uh, she's waiting she's got all the family over and she's waiting to have this uh, kind of like thing happen to get rid of her panda but then the dad's just like, you know, he has a nice little chat with her and it's really sweet. And then she's like, no, I want my panda. I'm different. My life, my panda. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> something like that. And yeah, then you go and do the concert. And then because however, the whole thing work is um, when they get rid of a panda, it kind of like becomes part of like a, a little emblem or, or something like that. So for the mom, it was like on a necklace. Yeah. Um. And then that broke when she got really, really upset, but she just leave her, and then she became big boy panda.
0: <laughs> yeah, when she said she was big, I wasn't quite expecting <laughs> Godzilla size. Godzilla. Yeah, that was uh that was that was an interesting kind of thing to realise. Oh yeah, they all had pandas, and because I guess I I assumed the plot of the movie was going to be oh you know she's going to have to hide this from her parents, so it went very quickly. Oh no, her mum knows. Oh, because actually this is a thing. Um, so that was like a nice little kind of diversion of where I thought it could have gone.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the mum's then like sort of like unhappy in the stadium. She's destroyed like, I mean, the boy band's kind of like dangling. Yeah. Um, everyone else is like running away and hiding. She's like this massive Godzilla panda in the middle of a stadium. And they're trying to now do this little sort of like thing with, with her so that they can... Get, get her panda back and you know mm. save uh, Toronto and she starts doing this f- again I think it was Abby just start screaming at her destroy her with your big butt Yes, and she starts doing this really weird I don't even know what you call it that's not twerking it's just...
0: she She was gyrating wasn't she because she was uh, yeah. trying to annoy her mother so look at all this dancing I'm doing <laughs>
1: Oh I did, And it just it kept going and then like her head went between her legs and I was like hello and I just uh, yeah. See I yeah. found all that entertaining. I found yeah. the sweet bit with her dad really nice. I liked how she kinda of, like fought back against the family. Not that I agree with that as a as a moral thing, but I thought it was entertaining for the very least. Mm. Um and then just for for even though the whole film is ridiculous, just how all of a sudden we've got Godzilla Panda on the loose. Yeah. Um and then you just get the family of Pandas just start popping up just to to help sort it out. Mm. Um, then you have a nice moment as well where May May's kind of like talking to her daughter when she was no, her mum when she was young, yeah, and when she starts like growing up again. So, yeah, I liked the first, the, the first, the last third of this movie. Um, mm. like I said, it could well be because I had other people with me to laugh at the big butt scene. <laughs>
0: That does make that stuff more fun, though, doesn't it? Because I know, like, my wife appreciated the whole kind of thing at the end, especially like the boy band and the family stuff. But yeah, when they go into like the kind of foresty bit and she sees her mum as a child and it's like, that actually quite got me that bit. And like when they were talking and all those kind of things, it's like, yeah, because she, oh, it's when, it's when she's talking to her dad and he says, you know, the reason why, you know, her, what's her mum's name? Ming. Um, and her mum are really close, but it's actually the dad that actually is what came between them because her mum didn't actually approve of him and it's like oh okay, and um you see a similar kind of thing, and you see how vulnerable her mother really was, and she understands her a lot and it's like this kind of generational kind of trauma of the daughter's trying to be the perfect daughter and it's like I got quite uh, quite teary during that scene, and um you know the rest of the film's pretty silly but I think that was quite quite impactful. And then like they all go through but May May decides that she's gonna keep the panda and actually they all respect that decision. And I find it interesting that it wasn't just a case of everything's better now. It's the fact that she says that she still sometimes misses how things were, which I thought was quite interesting. Um but it's like she's made that decision and she's she's decided, you know, she has to live with it. I thought that was quite good, you know, it's teaching people that yeah, you do have to actually live with your kind of decisions, but you just kind of just make the best of it kind of thing, which I thought was good.
1: Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking at sort of like release dates and things. So like Lightyear only came out like three months after this. Mm. Um, i was trying to think when we actually started the podcast, had we not started by then? By well, that, we started 2022,
0: didn't we? Because that's the... Uh, sorry. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, okay, so we we I watched it before we, we did this. I was like, I always say Lightyear had a really strong first, opening third, in my mm. opinion. So it's got a good, strong last third. So together, we've got two thirds of, yeah. of a good movie.
0: <laughs> we need to find um, another modern rubbish Pixar film that has a really good middle third, but a rubbish start and end.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, but was there any other points from this movie you wanted to... Um, bring out, yeah. Moving into.
0: At what point did you realise it was set in two thousand and two?
1: There was a calendar. Um, uh. It was, uh, I think, when she uh, first. It, it was even for when she was marking out the when the red moon was, uh, which I think was kind of near the beginning, near the end of the first third. I think it had yeah. like a little calendar, and it said two thousand and two on it. And I thought, I wonder if they meant two thousand two or two thousand and twenty two, and then like different things happening, like for boy band and stuff. I'm like, oh no, this is definitely two thousand two.
0: Yeah, I. It got to the point where she's on the like a Nokia, like thirty three ten. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then all the other kids hold up their phones, and they're all like the kind of flip phones and all stuff. I was like, huh, okay. And then and then it finally clicked at the end which it said about they call it like, panda apocalypse in two thousand two. I was like. Oh, right, so the whole film was actually set in the early noughties. And obviously, all the stuff, The Boy Band, makes sense now. And it's like, mm. oh, it's interesting. You don't really get films set in that kind of time period. I guess because it's like 20 years kind of thing. But
1: Yeah, it's because we're old wasn't... now. That's the issue.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a- any other scenes or.
0: No, I mean, I kind of talked about the fact that you know, this was supposed to be theatrical and it wasn't. I think if this was released theatrical, I think, you know, it probably would have been all right because it's got that kind of you know, crazy stuff going on. People would talk about it and like it kind of thing. Um, I remember they referenced the number four being unlucky because it sounds like uh, similar to the word for death, uh, which is why the grandma doesn't like, that's uh, why the mum doesn't like the band because they're called like four thing, whatever it's called. Oh yeah. Uh, which I thought was quite fun. Um, oh, very fun. That kind of makes sense. Um, I did like when she turns into the red panda. She does like the standing up kind of thing. Because apparently that's what they do in the wild. To make themselves look really big. So kind of look scary. Um, <laughs> which I thought was quite fun. Something my wife noticed. I was just looking on the um, the trivia as well. Two characters in the film wear continuous glucose monitors. Which allow people with diabetes to monitor their glucose levels in real time. Instead of taking random samples at certain times. Which I thought was quite cool, because we had, did we ever a film recently where there was like deaf um, characters or something, like in a uh, hearing aid or
1: something? Um, oh, um, kind of sounds familiar. I just can't, I think they are trying to include more and more of each of these movies.
0: Yeah, and it's like, it's quite nice, it's quite just nice to see that kind of thing, it's kind of normal, um, which, is, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, other than all those kind of things, I didn't realise this was Pixar until the start, I just thought it was like a Disney kind of thing, um, yeah. which I think really kind of tells you how far they've fallen. Um, I did notice, um, looking at the voice for the grandma, it's the, uh, the old lady in Iron Fist, like the immortal Chinese lady.
1: Ah, yes. yes Wei Qing
0: yes, yes, yeah. Ho. So, yeah, um... Just looking at rankings for these films, I find it interesting. This got seven stars, Encanto got 7.2, and Soul got Mm. 8.0. It's like, do you think Encanto's only 0.2 better than this film?
1: I think Encanto's amazing, so I don't know what people are talking about. Mm. Um, But I suppose I do relate because of the Spanish. I'm just like, ah, yes. (laughs) Mi nombre es Elliot. (laughs) Um, Bueno. <laughs> yeah. Raya
0: and the last dragon got seven point three, so this makes no sense. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm
1: looking forward to seeing Raya again because I can't really remember it.
0: No, I remember part of it. Um, it's it's one of those things where I'm not really massively excited to go back to that. Whereas I think there are other things like this. Um, but I'm just looking here. There's a featured review on IMDB and the first the kind of little title is just called "Typical Asian Parents," uh, <laughs> which yeah. I thought. Um, it's quite a good kind of contrast to Elemental, because I feel like we said about Elemental was really good at kind of being metaphor for like the immigrant kind of story. And a big part of that was the fact that they kind of integrated, but not really. And there was still prejudice and culture clash and things like that. But that was also in addition to like expectation and living up to the family and all these other things. Whereas I felt like this film just focused on that latter thing, um, and I wonder which film do you think um did that better
1: Ooh. Ooh. I'd say maybe elemental mm. maybe I think Elementals did it elemental <laughs> did it in a way where I didn't want to rip my hair out too much That's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know I think Elemental as a whole was a lot more of a serious movie. Yeah. So you can kind of like take things like that a little bit more serious. And I found the emotional parts in that a bit more touching than I did, let's say this one. That's fair. But yeah. What what about you?
0: I think I'd probably agree. I think Elemental was doing quite a lot. um, Whereas this was really doing one thing. Um, And I, I think it was quite effective at that thing of, because in Elemental... I can't even remember the, the main girl's name in, in the film, but she... Fire. <laughs> it was no, yeah. Ember. It, Ember, that's right. It was no secret that she didn't actually want to take over from the shop, I don't think. Um, and, you know, we kind of see that later on, and all these other kind of things. But then she felt like she's doing it out of duty, because she has to. And you have a similar kind of thing here, but, like, Maymay doesn't really resent her mother, I don't think, but then you maybe these like bottled up emotions when it comes out when she's like, you know, stop doing this and that kind of thing. Um so I think they're quite similar. I think that's the weird thing, having two films that are quite similar in that sense, um within a few years of each other is is mm-hmm. interesting. I wonder if they really kind of thought about that. But who knows?
1: Well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I think you've probably have slightly differing opinions it's it's a very out there silly movie um, if you haven't seen it I'd say give it a go see what you think yeah at the very least you'll have an experience um,
0: you will if you like fluffy pandas and tamagotchis then you'll like this film
1: mm, yes that was a good callback with tamagotchi yeah. so yeah g- give it a watch why not it's not my favourite by a long shot but you know what it might be yours it might be yours <laughs> Um, and also this week, we've had... Well, right, right, I say this week. Recently, we've had some sort of announcements of a few more films. Uh, got the new Inside Out. It's been... Um, I know that was announced recently, but it's been uh, publicised a lot more. Right. So looking forward to that. Have you seen about Moana 2?
0: Yes, I heard about that. Um, bit surprised. Because yeah. weren't they going to do yeah. the live-action remake of the first one?
1: Yep. Yeah, so they're doing both. Um <laughs> oh, so that'll be what? interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. My my favourite bit is that Moana 2 is scheduled to come out the same day as the Wicked movie adaptation. Huh? Uh so people are already calling it the new Barbenheimer, um <laughs> with the the great slogan Moannad.
0: Right. Moanad Moana. you've been Moaned. <laughs> the thing is yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> the reason Barbenheimer works is because they were so different. Whereas mm. these are not that different really, are they?
1: No, not at all. Not at all. They're both films I'm not going to watch. I'm joking. I'm going to watch both of <laughs> them. Um, mm. And that'll be good. Uh, Right. Should we <gasps> spin is that, time? that wheel? I think it is. Yes. I think it is. Let's have a look. All right. Let's see what happens. Oh, so many movies it. it could be. It's another Pixar movie. Oh, that involves fish.
0: Oh, which one?
1: <laughs> well, it's gonna be the first one, isn't it? Yeah. Finding Nemo.
0: Interesting.
1: Yes, yeah, so that'd be good. A classic.
0: I've seen that quite a yeah, few yeah.
1: times, so yeah. So you, probably, you, probably, you probably won't watch it, then, will you? Nah. Just it. Uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. Yes, yeah, so if you're interested in watching, um, watching. Well, yeah, why not? Watch it with us. If you're yeah. in watching Finding Nemo, try and watch it in the next uh, couple of weeks. And then, um, yeah, if all goes to plan, our next episode should be on uh, What If. Yes. So the season two Marvel Studios. Yeah, Season 2. Um, although I never think, I don't think we actually, like Loki, I don't think we ever did one for Season 1. So we'll probably do like our thoughts on Season 1 as well. But then like a more yeah. in-depth chat. On um, two.
0: I think we may have, like. I know we have talked about it in other things because we've said about like what yeah. our favourite kind of stories were, but I guess if we yeah, could kind of like link M- it in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did like the MCU TV shows ranked, didn't we? Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that that's our next one. So, and after that, it will be uh, not Toy Story, Finding Nemo. Yes. Finding Nemo. So, if you want to see our view of that, that should be out um, in two three weeks that kind of thing so yeah um but of course we'd love to hear your thoughts on turning red or on anything really so yeah how, how can they how can they do that we alluded to it earlier but
0: well they can um they can travel forward 20 years from the year that this film was set to our email <laughs> At uh, Let's Talk About Twenty Twenty Two at Hotmail.com or you can slide into our DMs and vote on our numerous polls over at Instagram at our um thingy I can't remember what it's called. LTA dot podcast.
1: Yeah, those those polls that I definitely remember to put up. Yeah. Um not that it's just down to me, but um maybe maybe you can put on a poll at some point. Maybe That'd be like your goal in life. Oh. See if you can put on a poll. Um, and then we can make it so it's obvious whose polls are whose, and then we can have a part a separate poll where we get someone else to put on the poll about whose polls they prefer.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty meta. I like that.
1: I think so. Um, but yeah, I I, I suppose my my final words for this will be: I like boys. I like loud music. I like gyrating. I'm thirteen. Deal with it. Nice. That's not a quote from me, though. That's one of that No, that's like just that. you're
0: telling the listeners how you feel. Uh, I, I would end yeah. with turning red, more like turning dead, because we died of boredom watching this film. I thought you liked it. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>